2: Welcome to the Chats with Cats podcast. You're here with Mark, Dan, and not Rick, unfortunately, still. No, just the two of
3: us. Just the two of us. (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I want to ask you something straight off the bat. Okay. I've been racking my brain. Yeah. I've asked you to write down some words that people either mispronounce or words that are icky in your ear. Very sticky icky. Yeah, yucky, yucky. Zach will love that one. All right. One that does my head in is it's usually an American. Instead of saying girl, they say gal. 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 She's a great gal. Yeah, she's a great gal. I hate that. Or, well, I can put up with that just. Really? I can't handle it. You're right that. on the edge. What about axed instead of arsed? Uh, arxed. Oh, "axed." Yeah. There's, I don't think there's an X in it. Why? Axed. That was a uh, –
2: that's um, Doug Hawkins on the footy show, arxed. That's, uh, that's more of a, an Aussie that can't – Pronounce the word asked.
3: Nah, heaps of, I hear American as well. Yeah? Yeah, it's massive over there.
2: I think it's more of like a, a feral thing where you just, you rush the word and you say, oh, like larks. use? I asked. Yeah, Whoa. use, we're use going later. Yeah, where nah. use going. Where are you going later? Away from you, that's where I'm yeah. going. Yeah, use, nah, no good. Uh, espresso versus expresso?
3: Oh yeah, another good one, good one. Yeah. Uh, oh, go uh, brands, um, Adidas, Adidas, what, which one are you?
2: Oh, it's obviously Adidas. Yeah, but it depends what country you come from. Where do they say Adidas? I don't know. I've heard some s- really, really pl- like bad place we never want to go. Nah, to, I've yeah? I've
3: seen some TikToks. I've seen some videos on Facebook where people are describing products they're selling, and they TikToks? say Adidas.
2: You went to TikTok. Yeah, that's a fi- that's your first mistake. Yeah, very red flag. What, what about Nike versus Nike?
3: Oh, yuck. yuck! Nike. Oh, yuck! Who ever says Nike? I- I'll tell you who. The people in England. Oh, is that a thing there? Yeah, it's a thing. They're the Adidas friends, I reckon. They are. So, oh, I'll, I'll put on one Adidas and one Nike and we'll go for a run. I know. Fuck land.
2: <laughs> exactly. I had a mate that told me off for saying Nike and I said to him, mate, what fucking country do you think this is? Yeah. Like he he came in here thinking, oh, yeah, I can say Nike no, and get away with it. No, it's, it's Nike. Nah. So I- it all depends on what country you come
3: from. Mm. You know what? Do you reference that back to like a – an advert from the company where they actually say the thing out loud. Like, Buy Adidas shoes here, you know, like someone commentates over and then you can prove everyone wrong. Well, I think I think you do,
2: and I think that's what people do. And I'd like to think that people listening to adverts and marketing ploys in that country hear Nike <laughs> and Adidas. Because here, no. Mm-mm. It's 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 so annoying. Uh-huh. But you got to accept what they do in other countries, Dan.
3: All right. What about dance and dance? Tomato, tomato. Okay, so I'm dance, tomato. Dance. I'm going to go dance. No, I'm going to go dance on the dance floor. Dance. No, I'm dancing. How do you say the word? Uh, you know that
2: thing you swim in with chlorine? A pool. Yeah. So my mum and a lot of people in New South Wales, if there's anyone listening right in Australia, Pool. Pool. How do you say that thing you get an education at? Uni? I don't know. When you're young? School. (laughs) Oh, school. I say school. Yeah, school. They say school.
3: Oh, they put a bit of a yule on it.
2: Pill. Oh. No, it's school and pool, bitch.
3: Oh, apparently we're the only ones that say heaps good too. That's a weird thing for anyone else to hear.
2: Apparently the, the South Australian accent is a bit more posh than what you'd find in Queensland or Victoria. Posh? Yeah, like... Hello, how are you going? You know, yeah, have you had a good day?
3: Versus <laughs> it's like
2: not- How you going? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> what have you done today, mate? Oh, like it's, fuck.
3: Yeah, because I've been told that. Unless it's just Hang me. on. Are you saying that it comes across a little bit nicer? Not that it's more posh.
2: It just sounds a little bit nicer. Less offensive.
3: Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Now, death penalty. We want to talk about this. Oh, no. Okay. What? We were talking about. Where uh, has this come from? Well. Who do you know? Oh, it's not what I know. Who do you know that is on death row? Okay, I was excited. I was telling you and a few other people to watch the life of David Gale a few weeks great ago. Great film. Great film, right? Oh, yeah. Now, one I, of my favorites, Kevin Spacey. I now know you've seen it, right? right?
2: And Kevin hasn't done anything that's been controversial in the last few years. Not so at all. It's been great to talk about Kevin.
0: Oh, fuck! Actually, what's let's, is he jail or let's what's talk he doing? About
2: there? Kevin, that's another good film. Uh,
3: I don't know where he is. House of Cards got banned on Netflix. Hopefully, he's locked away. No, but did it get banned off Netflix? It's gone? I think it did, yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right, Life of David Gale, great movie, right? It's all about the death penalty and why it should or shouldn't be around. If you haven't seen it, we won't spoil it for you.
2: Has that got Kate Winslet in it? Yes. Definitely a good film. Are you a Kate Winslet fan? Of course, you know my favourite film's Titanic, right?
3: Yeah, but I mean, are you, like, is she your... Yeah, I'd... She's your hall pass if you had a wife. I'd take her out. Really? No, no, not a hall pass. I'll let her sink. Don't care. Anyway. There was enough room on that little, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On the door. Okay, so why do we kill people, right, is where we're going with this, especially people that kill people? Yeah. It's a huge argument, isn't it? Yeah, so here's where I sit. Okay. Do you – the whole movie of The Life of David Gale is about – how can you kill someone without having 1,000% truth? Like, you're relying on a jury to kill someone, but then three years later, evidence can rise up that goes, hang on, he's actually innocent, but oh, too late, he's dead. Death penalty, dead.
2: I'm amazed that the death penalty still exists. Yeah, so am I. with you. But
3: the other thing is it's like some people are so fucking evil that they really deserve to die. Like yeah. They're just taking up resources, time, guards, prison cells, Like for people that can be like turned around. It's
2: crazy because you you look at the world and you go, okay, this is the law in this country versus this is the law in that country. Mm -hmm. So in a country that is relatively lenient in regards to the death penalty, you've got someone that's killed numerous amounts of people that will live their life out in jail to the day they die. Yeah, So they get to live out their life.
3: Ivan Milat, perfect one. Got cancer. Brilliant.
2: Yep. I was thinking of him about 20 seconds ago. Let's compare him to the two guys that got the death penalty via firing squad for smuggling some heroin oh, from the Bali Nine. Yeah. one country to the other. Yeah. So if we genuinely we take that crime and we compare it to that crime, that's how crazy the law is. Mm. It, whether you're in... So Thailand how, okay, versus so, Australia. Like. So you're
3: ta- you've taken some drugs yeah. out of a bag and put them in another bag, got on a plane, been caught, yeah. versus a guy that's fucking that, raped, murdered, yeah. tortured people. Stabbed, What well, how, many, how many victims did he have? Like 12 or something? It was
2: It's seven. But it's not just this scenario, this particular person we're talking about. We're talking about other people that have committed – Far, letters. far worse, far, far less. Mm. And it's always very, very crazy to see the discrepancy. Mm.
3: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm totally with you on this. I don't – okay, so where are you – you know, a while back I spoke about kids in Queensland stealing cars. They're on bail. They go out. They do it again. They're breaking into houses. Death penalty. Um, no, I fucking wish. Sometimes. I really do. But where – okay, what's your death penalty? What are you happy to see someone killed for? Like, give me a I scenario. Uh, Would you say the guy that went into the mosques in New Zealand—he was on camera doing it himself, live streamed—he's a hundred percent guilty. He's he's admitted to it. Like, before you said that,
2: I genuinely wanted to say I'm not for the death penalty. Yeah, but I think when you you're a mass murderer mm-hmm. and it's a hundred percent there. Yeah. And you pled guilty.
3: You have that many eyewitnesses. Yeah. I think that's when you, you pull the trigger. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all for it. Yeah. So you're saying yeah. if you're getting decided, uh, it, it's getting hung by a jury one way or the other, you you can't do it. Like, there's always going to be the
2: 1%. If you're 99% sure this not person's enough. a
3: murderer, right, mm-hmm. I, I don't think you can do it. Yeah, I'm the same. And yeah. that's what this this movie basically covers. and I. Yeah, I hope a lot of people get on board and watch it.
2: Yeah, oh, great film, The Life of David Gale.
3: Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix, by the yeah. way. Yeah, and I hope
2: Australia to our viewers that we haven't given away the the ending or the.
3: Nah, it's too hard. Too hard to give away. It's a great film though, and hey. Kevin Spacey. Shout out! You know how the cinemas now? There's yeah. not a lot of brand new movies being made. I went
2: to the cinemas the other week. Actually, what'd you watch? I saw the the latest Scream
3: film. <gasps> Is that good? I watched the trailer and I fucking thought it looked shit. Okay,
2: okay. Here's the thing. You know those people that are like really annoying and they're they're into the franchise but they're like really stubborn with like what they will and won't accept for a new film? Are you talking about Mike Reynolds? Yeah. (laughs) I I just... I wasn't a huge fan of it. I feel like I want to watch it again. I probably gave it a 6 out of 10 but... Oh, that's
3: a waste of money. It's, at a very,
2: it's very, very hard to make a really good sequel. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about, like, the fifth film in the franchise.
3: Then another one?
2: If you if you get all the Scream films.
3: And how many? There are four originals? Yeah. Well, okay.
2: Do you call them four originals? Well, at the same time There's the time original, period. then there's the sequel, mm-hmm. then there's Scream 3, 4, then there's a gap of about 20 years. 15 years, and then there's 5, right, mm-hmm. which is called Scream. It's not even called Scream 5. For me, if you line those movies up, Dan, you have the order of where they finish. Scream One is better than Two. Two is better than Three. Three is better than Four. But I can't honestly say that Five that Four is better than Five. So it is a good film. It's probably better than Four. But if you're looking at the genuine films, I'm telling you, if you anyone listening. Number one is the best film that's made in that franchise. Yeah, same with, The same with Drew Barrymore at the start of the movie. Mm. That's as good as horror gets. That's
3: amazing. I love it. You'd watch it over and over? Oh, it's brilliant. It's you, it's so Okay, good. is it a rip-off for you that you went to the movies and saw a six? Like, when do you feel like you got your money's worth? Is it an eight and above?
2: It's, it's like talking about the Saw films. I mean, it gets repetitive after a while, mm-hmm. right? You, you you thrash a movie to a point where the viewer goes, "Hang on, is this about making the the series better as a whole, or is this more about making money, making money, mm-hmm. putting money into your pockets?" And this is when you can potentially ruin it. Yeah. So you need to take that into account.
3: Got any examples off the top of your head, outside of Saw? Oh, saw is saw. That's why I brought it up. Do you know what? It's, th- it's, it's bad. I'm a bit old for most people, but... You don't look it. Well, that's a weird sentence, actually. What I meant to say was I have an older taste in some movies. Do you know what I thought didn't get ruined by, let's say, the sequels? Lethal Weapon. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's a, yeah. that's a cool... I feel rule. like number one's great. Number two was probably the best. Three was the worst, and four was sort of somewhere in that not the best or the worst. But
2: number four with Jet Li, mm. like, it was kind of cool, the mm. film... I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. That's and
3: there'd be a few others like that. But it's very rare yeah. that, like you said, as they release the, the sequels, that a, a later sequel yeah. beats
2: an earlier one. Name a sequel, any film that's better than the original.
3: Oh, maybe Shrek. Yeah. Shrek 2. Okay. Maybe better than Shrek A lot one. of people would
2: argue Terminator 2 is better than 1. Oh, fuck, I
3: haven't seen it so long. Yeah, I, I'd,
2: I'd, I'd say, and this is where I genuinely stand, 1 is better than 2 based on how much money Cameron had to work with
3: during that film. Wait, didn't he sell the script for a dollar or something? I heard a rumor about that. Mm. Is that that's I don't know. There'd yeah. be a reason behind it. The best
2: the best Terminator is the first half an hour of 1, but overall Terminator 2 is a better film than 1, but he had, he had a way bigger budget, than yeah.
3: So. yeah, like he got the approval off one and it's like, well, now let's yeah. do it.
2: It's like, one, I'm a fucking badass. Then, two, I'm going to make a fucking amazing film. Give me as much money as you it's can. like
3: Tarantino. He was a fucking loser nobody for yeah. ages and now he's like top of the crop. Well, that's the, life, isn't it? Hey, anyway, going back to cinemas, yeah. you asked me this question and I couldn't answer it. What armrest is yours in the cinema? <sighs> you know,
2: I'm a left-hander. But it's actually the right, the right arm. So that's race. me too. Yeah. So oh, I, I, man- want,
3: I want the drink in there. Mm. And quite, so you, yeah. you do you, you, play sport left, and do you write with your left?
2: I'm a left hander. Yeah, yeah.
3: But I'm, you drink with your right, and eat with a fork with your right.
2: Uh, like I log into my phone on my right hand side. Oh, that's it, a fucking weird. Place. I know. I don't know what that is. It's it's weird. Like it's it's both. I bat right-handed, right handed, mm. right, and I write left handed.
3: Yeah, you're a bit like me. A bit fucked up. Yeah. So, and I,
2: and i look at articles left-handed.
3: Okay, let's i want to i want to what? Fucking <laughs> loser. Use your imagination. Okay, so cinema's packed. Yeah. You got it's you by yourself. You have got stranger on your left, stranger on your right. Yeah. You're just going to hijack that one armchair and that's mine. Where my drink is. And left you yeah. give up to the other person.
2: It's a it's a weird one because the if you don't get in quick enough, your answer will be dictated by what the other person chooses.
3: Oh, can you steal it halfway through the movie? No. Nah. You don't have the balls to do it or you think it's illegal? No, nah, it's just you just you
2: can't do that. What if you just
3: put the armrest up on both sides? <laughs> oh wow.
2: It gets back to the aeroplane with the people putting the chair back. Is that yeah.
3: allowed? Oi, okay. I've got one for you. Yeah. Let's say, packed cinema again. You've got to go to the toilet. Is it more polite to leave and shuffle your way to the aisle, showing your ass to the person that you're shuffling past, or your dick? As you're shuffling past because it's always a foot and a half away. Oh, wow. I'm picturing myself doing it. Okay, so like you're looking at the person while you're like shuffling your dick yeah. or you're sort of bent over the front of the seat in front of you, wiggling your ass at them. It's, it's offensive both ways, I think. I, I'm
2: an ass wiggler.
3: I'll, I'll face away from them. It's tough though, isn't it? It is. It is because I think well, – The same
2: thing applies when you go to get a beer at the footy. And you've got people that are like sitting on your row, yeah, and yeah.
3: To like leave because he could spill it on them too. Yeah, and
2: have you ever made a less sincere apology than when you're moving past someone? Yeah, you're like, oh sorry, yeah, just it's just more like- get, just sorry, yeah, just just gonna squ- yeah, yeah. Like that's not sincere. Do you know what? That's not sincere at all. <laughs> you're like, like-, it, like in your mind, you're like. Fuck! I wish you weren't here. Yeah, I like, know. I don't care if and I'm getting
3: in your way. Wait, what what if, if someone just kicked a goal? What my you are, in your face? Like, you're walking back yeah. with your two beers, trying to shuffle down, and someone hasn't moved their legs enough or not at all. Oh. And you're like, "Fucking move, cunt!" I'm. You fly kick them yeah, in the face. You've, I've got the anxiety of cutting this person's view off now because you haven't pre got ready for me to shuffle past you
2: here's a question when you move at a sporting game right mm-hmm. and you're going past you're shuffling whether your ass is facing them whether you've got your dick in their face i don't care dan the question i have for you is do you actually look at the game and do you wait for a moment in time that, that is like convenient for the viewer that's like sitting on the chair so is it when like a okay. goal is being
0: kicked when yeah, the yeah. ball is being thrown in okay because so- i 100% do like yeah. you
2: i not going to get up and walk by that person when someone's having a set shot for goal, yeah. when they're just balling the ball back or,
3: up. Or like someone's about to have a penalty in soccer. You're not going no. to start walking down the street. Could you
2: imagine John Aloisi, 2005 World, World Cup, Cup qualifier, oh. he's about to kick the fucking penalty, right, Australia, first time in the World Cup since 1974. <laughs> it's, been it's been 32 years, Dan, and someone walks in front as Aloisi's taking the penalty. You would want to stab them. Oi, that's where the death penalty comes in. Yes.
3: <laughs> that's actually where would, I'd say yes to the death penalty. <laughs> so would I. All right. God. What if it was a kid? Would you hit him? Oh, no, just a fly kick. What? A kid in sport doing that? Yeah. I'd fucking... I'd, I'd grab the arm and be like, mate, I know I'm not meant to touch you and this is very inappropriate, but you need to fucking get yeah. out the way. This is about to be yeah. a historical moment in history. You'd be in the paddy wagon ten minutes later. Kid, kids <laughs> are so fucking... Lenient these days with Like The parents just don't give a fuck You know how I was talking about Dean last week Yeah He's like Didn't give a fuck Kids were screaming everywhere mm. I haven't seen parents publicly hit their kids In so long It's not socially acceptable I yet. know But should it be Like You look at the kids now Yeah Let's say I don't know A 12 year old So they're born in what 2010 Versus um, I don't know Us We I was never a fucking loser kid stealing cars And whatever I got hit And I'd learnt to not do bad things and have, Uh, I don't know, appreciate authority a bit more.
2: When do you think it went from, okay, I can hit my kid to, okay, I need to back off because it's all about, you know, Mm. society and what's accepted and what isn't. So I was thinking – The late 90s when I was a young kid, like, I got hit. Mm. And I knew, I didn't think it was like, oh, yeah, this is a bad thing. I got it because I was being a little fucking piece of shit. Yeah,
3: exactly. So what I'm saying is when you say I got hit, it's not like your mum pinned your arms down and beat your fucking face for 15 minutes. That's
2: exactly what happened. Oh, well, that
3: explains a lot. Were you looking at me? Yeah. (laughs) So what did you get, a slap on the ass or something or like a pinch arm or what was the hit? Uh, I got smacked. So just. On the ass. Slapped on the ass and it stung. Yeah. It wasn't nice. So, you, But it made you stop doing bad things.
2: No, I continued.
3: <laughs> no, nah, nah, it did stop me. Yeah. To but, an extent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think you're a bad kid. Yeah, no. I was. So right now, if you want to discipline, you, you have a kid in a year, yeah. how are you going to discipline it? If I had a kid in okay, a Okay, we're not in the public, so it's at home. I'm not smacking a baby. No, but let's say they've got fucking, Okay, a, they're if walking.
2: I, okay, if I have a kid mm-hmm. and in three years' time, It needs discipline. I would like to think that I would start out with discipline that isn't physically violent. Yep. Now, once I've tried that a few times, if it's not working, that's when I might get out the belt, get out the hand, and just start smacking. Smacking away. Light smacks. Not a heavy smack stand, just light.
3: So no bruises? No. Don't well, want to get
2: caught? No, well, well, we're not there yet. But what I'm saying is you start off gentle and you see if you can… Curb it. Yeah. yeah. If you can uh, teach the kid some respect, some manners, and then that. if it doesn't work then, that's when you move into… See, I don't mind that drastic approach. drastic measures.
3: I think I'm going to go straight for the taser, straight up. Yeah? Taser?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: But could you it He's got a taser. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't know. It's so easy for someone, especially two guys that don't have kids, but we have been kids, we've been through it, so we have some experience in it. Yep. But I would think that being a kid that doesn't get hit at all, the worst that can happen is language from your mum that maybe that gets boring after a while. Like maybe you're just like, yeah, mum's angry again. Who cares? I'm going to go leave the house and go do whatever the fuck I want. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, I'm going to take your PlayStation away. Then I'm even more bored. Then it gives me more reason to leave the room and go fucking graffiti the streets. You know what yeah. I mean? I think, especially police, they used to be way more brutal with people back in the day. Now they can't. Everyone's filming shit all the time. Uh, what's- That's an excellent point. It's like if you're a cop
2: mm. and someone's doing something bad and they need to be, you know, arrested and you've got all these cameras around, one half of your brain is going, all right, five years ago, I would have pinned you down, put your fucking hands behind your back, put you in the back of the paddy wagon. Yeah. And it's all solved. But there's cameras around. My job's on the line. Has this person done enough to be arrested? If he hasn't and I pin him down and arrest him Mm. and these people are filming, am I I going to get in trouble? If I pin them down and their head hits the ground too much. Yeah,
3: you're fucked. (sighs) You get suspended and you're done. And that's your job. Being a
2: cop is such a hard job. So hard, And you get ridiculed so badly. Mm. Everyone is and always you know
3: what? Like, first to jump on cops, there's, man. There's definitely wanker cops out there that exploit their powers.
2: But there's wanker cops in every profession, mm. right?
3: Yeah. Well, that's all right. Every proce- like There'd be doctors, there'd be um,
2: nurses, fucking yeah.
3: lawyers that would be doing dodgies yeah. or just not following the rules. It's- and you
2: hear more about dodgy cops mm. than doctors, it's because you get given more of an opportunity to see it because yeah. of that particular profession, right?
3: Yeah. They're out in the streets. Yeah, It's affecting someone or someone's friend, like, right out in the open. Like, a lawsuit is, like, more secretive. It's more behind closed doors. Like, how can you film that? Oh, if you read these five documents that I'm going to film quickly and then I show you his face and then tell yeah, you what he's done. It's yeah. not as effective.
2: All right, let's talk about um, being a paramedic, right? Yeah. Now, I want to talk about the respect that people have for one another, right? Now, this is a this is a big call here, but... I had a really close friend that knew someone that was a paramedic. He's an Asian guy, really, really nice guy. Now, And the
3: Asian's a paramedic? Or?
2: Yeah, yeah, the Asian, he, he he's, a, he's a paramedic. Yep. So he's out there working his ass off, right? Now, everyone, right, let's talk about Australians, always saying, yeah, we're not racist, we respect one another, I'm not racist, right? That's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. He was telling my friend about the amount of racism that he has to tolerate during a shift, a typical shift. Now, now, let's think about this, Dan. As a paramedic, what sort of scenes are you coming to? What sort of things are you experiencing? Heart attacks, stabbings. Okay, now, at all these uh, scenes, we've got a lot of high tension. Mm -hmm. We've got a lot of people that are on the edge. We've got a lot of uh, intoxication. We've got people that are drunk, right? Now, as soon as he arrives, sometimes, not all the time, but there's occasions, and it happens too frequently, where people treat him with disrespect and quite often racism. Now, think about the situation. They're drunk. They're worried that their friend might die. All of this stuff that's built up in their head, oh, I'm not a racist, treat everyone with respect, the true colours come out yeah, yeah. when there's a really, really tricky situation. Can I
3: ask you something? And it's as well? so true, man. Can I ask you something? Yeah. He's you say he's Asian of appearance. Yeah. Is he full blown Australian? Like he's got Australian he looks voice. He's very Asian, mate. He
2: has got an he's got an Australian voice. So like if he sounds. talks, he
3: sounds like Yes, he's an Australian. He, yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's what blows my mind. Yeah. Just because he looks Asian. Yeah. That something in their head says, "Hang on, I'm—I've got a yeah. problem with it." That's fucking dumb, like. Yeah. It, but you know what? Sober,
2: sober person. Mm. Thursday afternoon, the same situation. Oh, it's fine. But in the heat of the moment, mm. your true colours come out, man. Yeah, and that's when you really find out how, how people ra- truly think. Yeah, how racist of, someone really correct. is. Correct. Mm. Fucking bang on, mate.
3: All right, now asking you the one one-all question here. Okay. Worst thing you've ever been bitten by?
2: (sighs) I thought you might bring this up because it was written down on my sheet, Dan. But (laughs) there was this one time where I was genuinely freaked out. Yeah. Now, I was eight years old, right? Hmm. I was down in my bedroom, right? Carpet, carpet, right? Now, I'm playing with my toys. All of a sudden, I feel this bite. Really painful. Look down. There's like a scorpion. Oh
3: no way! Yeah, yeah. That's like, my fear. Yeah,
2: like a it's probably about four or five centimeters long, so a small scorpion. But you know what the worst part was, Dan? And this is fucking funny. I loved like spiders and all these sort of dangerous creatures and reptiles when I was a kid. I had a book that had all this li- this list of like dangerous spiders, insects, everything. You read it over and over, didn't yeah. you? And one of the th- one of the uh, things inside the book was a scorpion. So in my mind as a kid, I'm thinking, hang on, the scorpion is in this deadliest book. animals, insects, yeah. and I've just been bitten by one. Now I'm freaking out. Oh, so you thought you were gonna die. I did. So I quickly got mum to call up this like lion that's like specializes in like bites and all this sort of stuff, and they said they reassured it's gonna be fine. You're not gonna die, just relax.
3: You got to be fairly confident yeah, over the phone to call. If that. the
2: pain persists, go to a doctor or hospital or whatever. But that was enough for my mum to go. Ah, oh, Mark, you'll be all right. But I was. you Can understand? I saw the scorpion, and I'm I'm flicking over through the book, and I go, "Hang on. If the scorpion's in the book, then surely I'm in trouble." Yeah, but as it turns out, I was fine.
3: Hang on. So was one question. Yeah. Do you know? Do can any of the scorpions in Australia do serious harm?
2: Uh Well, all that I know of is they're very small and when I got bitten, there was no issue. Yeah. But it was very scary because I didn't even know scorpions existed in Australia. Yeah,
3: neither did I. I found this out at about 12 or 13 and it fucking blew my mind. I thought this was like a yeah. Los Angeles thing, like, like go, the desert, Nevada like, desert.
2: Like go to Egypt and maybe you might potentially get bitten exactly, by yeah.
3: Exactly, exactly. What my, about you? Uh, I have, uh, okay, my worst one, and it has happened 3 times is a white tip spider. <gasps> so fucking bad, so annoying. All right. Now, one of them, get this, the worst the worst actually no. The worst one I had was on my shin. And that happened um all of these at different houses and my shin got infected and at at first I thought the rumor of, you know, white tips have eat, uh, flesh-eating venom and whatever. I spoke to two different doctors about this. They gave me an injection on on the site and also another injection. I don't know what they were, Um, but they were saying to me, they're like, oh, no, the the venom isn't actually infectious. Sometimes it might be bacteria on the fangs that infects the skin that makes it get infected. So it might be something that they've touched. Yeah, something they've touched because that's mainly the cause, but it's very, very rare that spider bites lead to, like, flesh-eating diseases. But I had one on my shin that was going on for – whether it was the infection or maybe it was the, I don't know, whatever the fucking thing is that white tips do, it was about a four-month thing and it got to probably the size of just under a tennis ball. Like it was a big round circle, big scab, and it was just so uncomfortable, so bad. That sounds awful. The other one's on my finger, index finger here. Now, oh,
2: those annoying ones you yeah, get like I got a got weird spots, here, Yeah,
3: here and I continually, every day, it's itchy. It never stops. Just is always itchy but never went to flesh eating. It's just... It's healed, itchy. And a third one uh, was when I was sleeping, uh, got bitten on the knee. It's the only time I ever got nauseous from one of the white-tip bites. Um, Started vomiting um, and then I went and saw a doctor about it and he said, I want you to buy a box of tissues, use this. He gave me some sort of ointment. He said, I just want you to sit at home and squeeze it over and over for two or three days and just with the tissues just soak up all the pus that comes out of it and then keep putting the ointment on it over and over and that to be honest that sounds
2: extremely disgusting i know but also kind of satisfying yeah
3: but this bite with the tissues and the ointment is the best one doesn't itch don't even notice it so wow mm-hmm.
2: so anyway that's, wow that's crazy yeah all right
3: disgusting. anyway we're going to move on to our Is is this a fact that we haven't read out before? I think it is. Good. That's a great start.
2: I'll kick us off. Here we go. The fact that I have for you tonight, Dan, it is impossible to tickle yourself.
3: Oh, like to make yourself laugh? Yeah.
2: So if you're trying to tickle yourself, it's impossible because you know what you're trying to do. Oh fuck! That's weird. I know. So like, it's so easy for someone else to do it. If we were
3: doing camera still, this would look like I'm molesting myself. I know. Oh, yeah, that doesn't work at all. It
2: doesn't. There's no no matter what you do, you can't do it because your brain knows where you're touching yourself.
3: Oh, because you it. Oh,
2: think about it. It's literally it feels like nothing, but when someone else Hang on, does it, it's what like if you extremely... do it with an
3: object though?
2: What happens there? Well, I'd, I'd assume that it
3: just doesn't. Yeah. There's no difference. I'm trying with a pen. It does nothing. I don't know. Oh, I did actually. You know what's one of the best tickly things ever? You know those head massages with the prongs? Oh, my God. They're fucking orgasmic. I know. I bought one off eBay or something, so excited about it, but it was like a cheap Chinese one. And as I pressed it down on Alison's head, it snapped in half and just stabbed her in the head. So it went from like the most enjoyable thing to like a very uncomfortable thing. How much did you pay for it? Oh about six bucks or something. Money well spent. Yeah. All right. Here's my fact. All right. Um Okay. How many cheaters percent wise? Are do we talking think? about men? No. Like animal. Okay. Safari. Sorry. <laughs> How many of them, percentage wise, do you think make it to adulthood?
2: Oh, that's such a good question. Okay. You're, you're asking me this question because the answer is very surprising. So I'm going to go that way 15%.
3: It's less. It's 5%. Oh, my God. One in 20? Oh, I don't know. That's, I don't know. It's one well, in the study was done in 19, right? the 1990s. One right? in 20, mate. And they found that most of them were eaten by lions, predators, or disease. Now, I thought, you know what's weird? What? That's fucking very bad percentage. I wonder what the percentage of a human making it to like 80 is. Guess first up. Oh
2: my God, that's such a good
3: question. I know. Guess what the average. This is from 2019. So it's been a few years now. Human being. So, yeah, human being. What does the average male live to? Oh my God. Okay. Uh, or their expectancy from 2019. So if you're born okay, in 2019. I'm going to try and get this right. 68. 76 now. It's good. Okay. And a woman? Born in 2019, she lived here? 78. 81. 81.28. Now, nice. do you know what the chances of them not making that milestone is? This is? Like you've got the cheaters that have a 95% chance of dying. Do you know what the chance of not making that age? Go.
2: Uh, I'm going to say 35%. Okay.
3: So on an average of 100,000 people... The percentage of not making that is 0.006%. So you have about a 1% chance of dying before your expected age of death.
2: Hang on. I don't think I've understood the question.
3: So the chance of you dying before you reach as a male, so you were born 2019. Yeah. The chance of you not making it to 76 years old is about half of a percent. That can't be right. That's what the website said. Jesus Christ.
2: I know. That can't be right with those numbers.
3: 100,000 people though. Okay. Jesus. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway. I'm going to do a bit of,
2: bit, of, bit more research on that one. No,
3: you're not. You're going to grab go a beer and we're going to have a good night. All right. <laughs> All right. See
2: you later, guys. I will see you there or I will see you on another time. That is very confusing. I don't know
0: what, if you're going to come or not. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward.